Welcome to the Hometime Show podcast. You're in for a right old treat for today's show. At the beginning of the podcast, I promised you on yesterday's yes. episode, I would tell you how it went down with the tempura battered chicken breast with the long grain rice uh, and the uh, dark soy sauce with the red pepper. This is I'd forgotten about this. This is like finding a fiver in your Johnny pocket in your jeans. What a fantastic thing. So, uh, what happened? Unmitigated success. Oh, great. Oh, good. Seriously, was fantastic. Uh, and it all worked together and the rice was all right and all everything? All worked together. I think, really, the star was the soy sauce. I think, really, soy sauce is so beautifully sticky and sweet. Oh, I love it. I could have bunged anything in there and it would have been a success. Do people have normal soy sauce and not? I mean, we've got the extra dark one to give it that kind of extra flavour. Do you have extra dark soy sauce or uh, normal? I did buy extra dark soy sauce because I also find it a bit... Um, Thicker and sweeter than yep. your normal one. Mm. It is a bit more of a premium. I think if I think back to the supermarket, I paid a further 25 pence for it, but I think it was worthwhile. So we're watching the Great British menu at the moment, mm-hmm. which goes on for about six months with the non-stop chefs being like <laughs> voted on and judged for their... Natalie, who was the obviously having the meal as well last night, yeah. what mark out of 10 do you think she would have given you? Um, I'd like to think... She just wanted to talk about house decorating last night, so she wasn't really interested, but I did try to labour the point that I'd put together a good meal. I think she'd give that an eight. That's not bad, is it? Should have been scored higher. You're through to the quarterfinals. We've had an email into the show from hometime listener Kirsty Davidson. Have a listen to this. She says, Bush and Richie, I wonder if you could help. Uh, we recently welcomed our second baby daughter on Monday the 17th of May at 6.27pm during the afternoon and in the labour we were listening to Absolute Radio was on the hospital TV. Uh, would it be possible to send us the playlist of the time period between 4 and 7 on this day and if not, could you advise what song was playing at the exact moment of her birth at 6.27pm? Well, first off, it would be remiss of us not to say congratulations. Well done, congratulations. Uh, this is fantastic news and we're chuffed that you've uh, chosen to listen to Home Time at uh, this important time in uh, everybody's <laughs> lives there. Obviously this week, quite pertinent really, there's now nine different radio stations. We need to work out which of the playlists. There's a fair bit of work we've got to try and do here now. Wow, so our family got bigger yes. on Monday yes. with Absolute Radio Country, yes. and then their family got bigger as well. It's, it's in unison. It's quite incredible. So, Isn't it? Kirsty, what we'll have to do, a little bit of research here, hopefully find the answers and see if we can get back to Kirsty by the end of the show. I'm imagining here... This is all about trying to find out what song was being played when when their daughter is is born to maybe name after the artist that was playing. It's that final final sentence, isn't it? Can yeah. you tell us what song was playing the exact time of her birth at six twenty seven? And do you know what? I love it when people are, are named after something in particular for a certain reason. Uh, like for me, I mentioned this the other day actually, but uh, it's not not I'm not overly proud of it. But my middle name is Leslie. <laughs> yeah. Imagine if I was called Les. Oh, Where's Les? Is Les Fantastic. on the first floor? Les, do you want a coffee? Um, because I, I was born in the lounge in Liverpool. Uh, couldn't wait to come out. Out of popped, uh, and the, the midwife was named Leslie. My mum and dad was so impressed with her. Hence my middle name. Hence me getting absolutely hazed at every school I've been to. <laughs> it's wonderful. It's absolutely wonderful. I'm named after the cricket commentator Richie Benno. In all seriousness. In what? What? Why though? Why is that? Because my dad loves cricket. <laughs> okay, right, no, nothing else. <laughs> nothing else. Phew, that's good. Uh, this text says I was named after a poisonous creeping weed, Bryony. It's found in many hedgerows. That's Pretty not, plant though. That can't be right though, can it? <laughs> Karen wouldn't do that to them. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, Jane says my son's called. Joshua, and he was named after the fabulous U2 album, The Joshua Tree. 
Hey, see, it, it could be a musical tie-in that uh, we're going to get when we get to the bottom of this particular quest that we've got on. Steve from Romford says, Guys, my son was named uh, from the guy who sold me coconuts on the beach in Antigua. Right. His name was Thomas. Obviously, he was conceived in Antigua, which was a paradise, so his middle name became Eden. Wow, OK. Work that one out. Uh, my mum wanted to name me after Cary Grant. My dad was having none of it. Hence, my name is Gary. Oh, God bless you. Says this text. Oh, dear. So it swings around about to get a name, doesn't it? Uh, uh, we've got someone on the line right now. Uh, tell everyone what your name is. Well, my name is Carly Joe, and my mum is called Joe, my dad's called Carl, and my brother's called Lee, so Carly Joe. <laughs> wow, wow, so you sound like an artist that we might have on our brand new Absolute Radio Country uh, station, but you, you're actually just an amalgam of all your family's names. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm not a famous singer. <laughs> <laughs> I have never heard of someone being named... After three people. Uh, I, 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 you might find it embarrassing. I think this is a fantastic thing. It's a, it's a great name. It really is. Do you, are you, do you yeah. like it or are you, does it wind you up? No, it does me out then because um, everyone's like, ah, you're, you're named after everyone in your family. I'm like, oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> nice to speak to you, mate. Cheers, Take care. Cheers, Joe. Bye. Oh, thanks. Bye. Uh, Harry says, my dad named his pet Pufferfish, Harry, after me. This right. was because I was a fat baby. Cheers, Dad. <laughs> Harry. God bless the fat babies. Uh, this one here, James in Rygate, says, I'm named after the band James, which is ironic, as I'm always so busy and I never get to sit down. Uh, Jenny's hanging on. Who's your son named after, Jenny? Uh, Jeremy Clarkson. So he's called Jeremy? No, Clarkson. Wow, so your son's called Clarkson. How old is Clarkson? He's four. Okay, so you because you know Clarkson had his pomp a little while ago on on Top Gear, didn't yeah, he? So yeah. and they do yeah. they, it's on the other channel now, isn't it? So uh, yeah. you, you you must be kind of a diehard Top Gear fan to name him after Jeremy Clarkson. Uh, well, my husband is more than me. <laughs> well, your husband's uh, a very lucky man for you letting that yeah. one through, Jenny. Uh, what uh, may I ask? Did Richard Hammond and James May do wrong? <laughs> uh, well, he, that's what he originally wanted to call him um, was Clarkson Hammond and May Spinks. Oh, my <laughs> word. We've got an absolute super fan on our hands here, So you we? did put your foot down. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant to speak to you. Have a brilliant Thursday night. Thank you. Brilliant one that's just come in on email. Paul Price says, My dad is called Yan. He was named after the man who saved uh, my dad's life at Dunkirk after having his leg blown off. A wow. Dutch soldier rescued my granddad and named his first son after him. Incredible. What about that? That's some great stories. Uh, Kirsty's email is what has started us all off on this. And we've managed to get hold of Kirsty right now with some answers. So, Kirsty, uh, remind us what was going on a Monday afternoon. Um, we were having our baby girl. Wow. So you were, you were in labour whilst the show was on. And was it on, like, yeah. the hospital radio or on the telly? Or how were you listening to Absolute Radio? On the TV at the hospital. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, congratulations yeah. from uh, both uh, Bush and myself. And we understand that, obviously, you want to find out what was being played the moment that uh, what's, um, that, 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 that your daughter enters as well. We're assuming that this is because you want to name your daughter after the, the song that was playing. Um, no, we've already named her. Oh. oh! Which is a shame, because Riverboat's song, Ocean Colour Scene, was the song, <laughs> and we, we thought River was quite a nice yeah. name for a girl. Yeah. Oh, no, it's just called Amber. Oh, OK. I mean, the other option was Steve Craddocks, the lead <laughs> singer of Ocean Colour Scene. You could have gone with Stevie. Stevie's a lovely girl's name. It's not too late. Has she been christened yet? Because there's still, still time to turn it no, around. No, but she's definitely an Amber. We can't change your mind on that. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's not. <laughs> OK, well, it's... Uh, 
like I say, we do like to make these calls now and again, just <laughs> just to double check. Uh, and we well, obviously we that's fine. We spent quite a while going through all the song lists, but we found the song. But it's absolutely fine. If you don't want to change your mind, then that's totally cool. Yeah. Oh, well, right, look, then. congratulations. Um, and yeah, riverboat song, ocean colour scene. That's the answer. Right. Okay. That's brilliant. Thank you. I've been able to enjoy some live sport this morning. I went to the Oval and I watched some cricket. Ooh! Now, I know it's not everybody's sport, but it's one that I absolutely love. I know a lot of people have been excited that over the last few days, football fans have been allowed back in stadiums as things slowly lurch back to some form of normality. For yeah. me today, it was cricket. I loved it. So, the, I saw your, your video on Instagram because you panned across the crowd. Is that just a normal county cricket crowd or is that reduced? I'd say it was actually a little bit more than normal as to what might turn up to Surrey versus Middlesex. It looked very calming and relaxing though. It looked like a it nice place fantastic. to just sit for a bit. Sat there for two hours with me dad drinking tea, coffee, having bits of Victoria sponge cake and watching cricket. It felt fantastic. I haven't been able to do that kind of thing. That's good. But as a result, in my work bag today, because I've come straight from the cricket to work, I've got an item that I wouldn't normally have with me at work. Right, yeah. Look at these. Oh, my word. (laughs) I wasn't expecting that. (laughs) I've got, right now, my binoculars. Now, it's wonderful because we're surrounded by all sorts of buildings here in Golden Square in Soho, central London. Uh, And they're amazing places. But they're from a distance. We can't tell what's going on. We've always been speculating. So pick a building right now. I'll be able to tell you what's going on. What about that one in the corner? Because they had uh, they had like a, a fire alarm about a few months ago, and, and the fire brigade had to go up and double check it, and it was all fine. And it's really tall. They've got like a uh, like a little window balcony thing at the top. Can you see anything in there? Empty office. Ah. Oh. Uh, what about straight across here? We've been speculating that these are some kind of Airbnb posh apartments. You like general pattern with those on. That's a proper yeah. bit of kit, isn't yeah. it? It really oh, yeah. is. Oh, these, these, these are proper ones. And um, you just use them for, just use them for cricket, do you? Yeah. Nothing else. No other looking around or. Uh, Stansted, when I've been uh, plane spotting. Twitching, bit of twitching as well, maybe. I look, I know where you're. You are trying to drive me down a road that this car won't go, my friend. I, I was just saying that I think during the night times the street lamps glint off them, don't they? You can no, get a few complaints from neighbours. They're neighbors. not night vision. They're not night vision. So, <laughs> they're night. I like them. Though. I thought it might be interesting to find out if if you two have something with you right now that you wouldn't normally have. Yes, good point. Tara has tweeted us a picture of a Hawkeye crystal, wow. um, which is a beautiful piece. If if it's not something that you normally carry around with you, it do, does then pose the question, why today, Tara, did you need to leave the house with a Hawkeye crystal? Is it? Does it give you special powers? I know mm. crystals have got different... Maybe it's plus two speed or dexterity. <laughs> do let us know. Uh, ben Patsy on Twitter says he's got a 10mm mini spanner on him today. Also, this can be the car. If you've got something weird in the car, tell us about that as well. I'd say having a mini spanner on you is a little bit more shifty than binoculars. It's up there, but they're both as bad as each other. Christine, what have you got with you? My duck call that's in my pocket... Sorry, I think I must have uh, been a bad line there. I didn't quite catch that. What did you say you've got in your pocket? I have a duck call. Right, OK. So, <laughs> um, obviously get ready to get it out of your pocket. You can't call a radio station and not play a duck call down it. But the question is, why, why do you have a duck call in your pocket today? OK, so I do forest school at my school. Right. And... I don't like using a whistle because that's, like, too playgroundy. So when we do forest school, I get my duck call out 
much. What an amazing thing and to do as a school. What, tell us what school that is, because that's brilliant. It's uh, Patmore Muston Academy in Stoke-on-Trent. Love it. So, yeah, it's bri- the programme's brilliant. I love doing forest school, and, yeah, the kids love it. And, you know, a duck call, does that bring other ducks to the yard, to quote Kelly? <laughs> that's, that's the one, yeah, that's the one. Well, we do have, um, we actually, li- we, our school is next to a pond, so we do actually have uh, a lot of ducks that come to visit us. God, there must be loads of kind of bloke ducks turning up going, here we go, then, oh, it's her again with that <laughs> thing. Yeah, no, normally a couple of them, to be honest. We get, uh, we've got a bit of a family that are, uh, that come into our field, so may- maybe the duck call does work. Well, look, let's turn the home time show into some kind of Pied Piper for ducks. Please, show us your duck. <laughs> I'm just in my car, and then when you said it, can I play it? If you can bear with me... Yeah, oh, yeah, well, yeah. Like, everyone can. The nation can wait for you to pull over. The nation can wait for me to get, it, to get my duck call out. <laughs> <laughs> Madam. It's all right. What an amazing moment. What an amazing moment for the United Kingdom. We deserve this. We've this, earned this moment. This is what Marconi invented the radio for. And I feel like the... If you, I am, I'm still here. So that's fine. Right. We're just filling in here whilst you're doing that. Uh, imagine that. <laughs> we should have been told this right at the start of lockdown one. <laughs> Keep on going, hang in there, because we're going to get someone to play a duck call right at the very end. Right. <laughs> You're going to have a duck call to play. Here we go. Three, two, one. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the exact reaction I get from the kids. That's brilliant. That's, that sounds a bit like a clown. One more time, it sounds less duck, more clown. Right, three, two, one. <laughs> Could you, are you sure you're not blowing your nose? <laughs> I, I promise you, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> Give us one more, but as if the duck was being quizzical. <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> not sure, is it? The duck's not sure. You've made our day. Thank you so much. Lovely to speak to you. Uh, no problem. Uh, I've got a birthing pool that I'm returning after our son Jesse was born on the 9th of May. Uh, that's from Leo and Tabitha, who haven't asked what the song was uh, when Jesse. I think we did. might. We'll knock that one on the edge. It's absolutely fine. Simon in Gravesend said, uh, Can you do Duck Call every night? It made him laugh so much. <laughs> Consider it done. <laughs> What strange item have you got on your person today? Uh, if you tweet in, use the hashtag PeepinTom. In the meantime, we've got Chris on the phone. Chris, what unusual thing are you carrying around with you? Well, I'm, I'm not sure if you're going to guess what's in there, but I have a uh, customer's unicycle in the back of my car right now. A customer's unicycle. Are you involved in the world of magic or the world of fixing bikes or a bit of both? I am a professional magician and I have my own magic shop, lightningmagicshop.co.uk. Wow. wow, a little plug, craftily done, very good. I love good. that. <laughs> so, um, magic shops are amazing. You don't really see stuff like that. But I mean, when I was a kid, you could go to certain shops that had like jokes and stuff in the background, and you know, and you could do things where you made like the cup and the balls move around and all that stuff. Have you got a physical shop or is it just purely online? Uh, I've got a, a big garage in, my, in the back of my garden. So, uh, I, I have a house full of uh, un- unbelievable items. Including wow. a unicycle. So how how including lots of different unicycles. How easy is it to teach someone to unicycle? 
Well, it, it took me a year to learn. Uh, I said that to one of my customers, and he he learned in three days. So um, he wow. put me to shame, I think. And, and this customer whose unicycle is in your car, what's been going on there? Has he bought it from you, or have you just been fixing it for him? Uh, it's, yeah, it's slightly unusual. I normally push them out to customers, but uh, his one arrived scratched, so I'm, uh, I've driven down a replacement for him. That's a good magic shop. Yeah. That is a very good magic shop. Well done. That's customer brilliant. Customer service, my middle name. <laughs> <laughs> what is the weirdest magical item that you've got uh, in your stock in your shed there uh, probably a fake tongue <laughs> what <laughs> uh, we've, we've, we've had it all on this in this show tonight yeah. so far haven't we duck calls unicycles and now fake, fake tongues, tongues. <laughs> now you might think oh we're cruising towards the end of the show the Nashville show's on the way very soon on Absolute Radio Country etc 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 let me just stop you for a second this is not binoculars again, is it? No, it's not binoculars. It's these. It's the five loaves of bread that I have brought into the studio. Do you remember earlier the week? Yeah. yeah oh, it's all dawning on you now, isn't I it? I saw that bag in the corner. I just thought you got an amazing deal <laughs> uh, earlier on in uh, Tesco. No, what I've got, you said earlier this week that you can age and date a loaf of bread as to what is the freshest by squeezing them without looking at the tag on the end. It's my gift. It's a gift that I've been given. Let's try your gift before the end of the show. Is this a, is a live litmus test of whether it's I've got payoffs? It's a live litmus test. Now, I haven't, thinking about it, got you a blindfold, so unless you take off your glasses... I'll just I'll just reach over and give it a little squeeze. Let's do it. <laughs> OK, fair enough. All right, OK, here's your first loaf. Uh, Hovis Tasty Wholemeal. OK, let's have a little squeeze of that. I'd say that goes off in two days' time. No way. 22nd. That is two days' time. That is, is unbelievable. It? That's a great start. Come on. It's summing, it down, it's summing down to the kind of sponginess of it. Wow, OK. It's ESP, folks. Kingsmill 50-50. 50-50. Let's have a little feel of that. Looking away into the distance. That feels a bit firmer. I think that goes off uh, tomorrow. Two days' time. Same as the other one. OK, so I'm but, one, uh, from, one, one each yeah, so far. Okay. One right and wrong. Right. Uh, Hovis Seed Sensations. This is the best of five, guys. Again, that's very, very soft. Uh, feels quite moist within the bag. I'm going to say three days' time. Whoa! Uh, this goes off uh, on the 26th, which is, well, six days' time. Six days? But you certainly got that it is that little bit further. You're going in the right direction. Sometimes crystals and weather patterns, I know this has been quite stormy today, can affect my powers. I'm going to award you that one. Two, two right, one wrong. OK, uh, how about this one? Hope uh, you're this... enjoying this at home. Warburton's Toasty. <laughs> Here we go, Warburton's Toasty, one of my favourite loaves of bread. Nashville show's on the way, don't worry. I think this goes off today. Uh, no, you're going backwards now, that's the 24th, which is four days' time. So this is 50-50, I've got two right, two wrong. Yep, one more loaf. If, uh, I, can, if I get this right, I can officially say I've got the power. If, I, if not, I have to retract my statement. It's a smaller Hovis seed sensation. What a way to end. <laughs> that has got two more days left on it. Come on. 23rd, three more days. I feel like it's inconclusive, but I've not covered myself in any glory there. Signs of promise. Here's an idea, right? Uh, because I want to talk about... You're going to hear us talk about donuts, kind of, related on the podcast in a minute. Yes. Well, in fact, you did, because this is now at the end of the podcast. <laughs> I don't know which bit of time I'm in at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think there could be a soy sauce donut? If it's the dark, sticky stuff. No, I don't think so. It's got salty weirdness about it. Salted caramel? 
It's a good point. There's no sugary bit in there, though, is it? Just no, but bit. you've got the bog standard donut. Instead of jamming it, sticky soy. I know, but dirty, dirty brown ring around your mouth. I don't fancy that, thanks very much. No, it's a dirty brown innards, isn't it? <laughs> Neither of them sounds good. I'll be honest with you. 